January 6th uh, of 2013, uh, we launched into what was really going to be a theme for us in 2013, and the theme was Be Generous. And the question that I had put before us as a community was this, what would it look like for all of us to be generous to all people at all times with all things? Our conviction was just simply that God is a generous God. Uh, and if we are followers of Jesus, if we are in relationship with God, how could we not be generous uh, like he's been generous to us? And so the challenge was really just issued of uh, when you're in a situation uh, just every single day, what would it look like? Uh, what would be the most generous thing that I could do in this moment with this person in this time with what God's given me? And however you would answer that question that you would do it. Uh, and so each year or each you know, throughout this year, we've revisited uh, different ways that we can express generosity. And certainly we've talked about being generous with time and talent and resources. Uh, and we've tried to do some very practical expressions of that. We did the backpack giveaway this past fall uh, where 100 kids um, in the town of Woburn who normally would not have a nice backpack with fully loaded with school supplies, uh, we were able to help with that. Uh, this past December, we did our, our commitment was uh, to work with the food pantry here in Woburn, they service 300 people. And uh, their idea was, why not give every single family a very nice blanket this Christmas? And so we said, all right, 300 blankets, we can do that. And uh, that's $6,000 worth of blankets. And last uh, Sunday, we reached that goal. So well done, Genesis. <clears throat> uh, that was a big deal. Uh, they have not received their blankets yet. That's going to happen uh, this week. So I'm very excited for the families that will be blessed uh, because of that. And there's no name attached to it. They're not getting a, a Genesis bulletin or, or flyer. It was God's been generous to us, and we want to be as generous to, uh, to those around us, specifically here in the city. Um, this morning, I wanted to finish uh, 2013 by asking a question about generosity. And the question specifically is, what would it look like for us to be generous in how we pray? Uh, how might you and I be generous in how we pray? Uh, my conviction is, and I, I believe it's shared by many of you here, is that God answers prayer. Uh, I've got so many testimonies just in these past recent months of how God has been faithful in answering prayer. Uh, and my growing conviction, I've already been convinced of this, but my growing conviction is that God answers prayer. And God is generous in wanting to answer more and more and more of our prayers and so I wanted to pose the question of what would it look like to actually be generous in how we pray? If God is generous to answer, how could we be generous in actually how we pray? And before I answer that question, I wanted to share with you a story that just happened uh, two days ago, Christmas Day, or uh, a few days ago, whenever Christmas was. Um, I had a phenomenal Christmas. I love spending Christmas with uh, my family my wife's family, extended family, comes in from out of town, and it's always fun seeing family uh, at that time of year. Uh, I am fully restocked and reloaded with Chipotle gift cards, so to those of you who gave, thank you. I'm set for at least a few weeks. Um, I eat a lot of Chipotle, so uh, it was a great Christmas, but uh, it wasn't until about 6 p.m. on Christmas Day where I received, uh, hands down, the best Christmas present that I got, actually probably the best present I got all year. Uh, it was about 6 p.m. I was at home, and I needed, to, I needed something from church, so I ran over to church real quick. Uh, it was going to be a quick two-minute turnaround. When I pulled up to church at 6 p.m., obviously there was no one here on Christmas Day, but there was a box uh, leaning against the front door, and it was just a, uh, like a UPS FedEx type of a box, and on the box it just said Pastor Michael, uh, and I was pretty excited. I was like, wow, someone left a box, another present, how exciting. 
And so I opened the box, and uh, it's just me, myself, standing at the stairs, opening this box. And uh, I opened it, and there's this nice Ohio State t-shirt. There's a gift card to Chipotle. And then the box is just filled with all sorts of candy. I'm like, wow, this person knows me really well. Ohio State shirt and Chipotle, what a great gift. And then as I opened the the box further, there was this letter. And uh, on the box, there was no name. It just said my name. Uh, There was no, like it wasn't mailed here. Someone intentionally left the box at the front door. And I was here pretty late Christmas Eve, and there was no box. So someone came here Christmas Day uh, to drop off this box. And I wanted to read you uh, the letter uh, that was sent, or that was accompanied with the box. And I share this with you uh, to... Not just share how I was encouraged, but to share with you uh, how God is using this community. I I shared with you a moment ago that God answers prayer, and this to me is the best letter I got in 2013 because it was another reminder to me that God answers prayer. Uh, And it says this, Pastor Michael, as I wandered around like a lost sheep wanting to believe, wanting just to belong, knowing that I should get started on a journey to faith, I drove my car with a tear in my eye. Uh, and there was yet another setback, another loss, more pain to endure. My broken heart again began wondering if I should just, if I would just, if I would be better off dead. I began to pray, and I simply said, "God, I want to believe in you right now, but it is so hard to believe that you actually care, that you love me. I never did anything really bad in my life, and all you do, and all, uh, and you do all of this." to me, the heartaches. If you are real, then just send me a sign that you actually care. If you are real, send me a sign that you actually care. And then I saw a sign that would forever change my life. To some, a simple plastic sign. To me, a sign that changed my life. It was a sign that led me to Genesis. There is not a day that goes by that, uh, that I am uh, not thankful for the sign that I saw. I had never gone to church except for funerals. So I wasn't sure what to expect as I walked in, and I saw an amazing place. I wasn't expecting people to be as friendly as they were, saying hi and smiling. And there was even a coffee bar. And there's five exclamation points. And as I sat there, I was in awe, thinking, this is a church? I get to sing? Nobody is judging me? This is awesome. And then I listened to the message, and I began to tear up. Its message was so simple yet so complex that there really was a God and he really did care and he really does love me. And I knew it was authentic because the pastor delivering the message was sincere uh, enough to actually tear up himself. I just wanted to thank you for all you do, for being accepting, for being kind, and most importantly, for being you. Enjoy the gifts. I hope you and your family. Have a Merry Christmas. And then it just didn't have a name. It just said, um, how did he, a very thankful person. And I tell you what, when I read that letter, uh, don't get me wrong, I love the shirt, I love the Chipotle gift card, uh, but that letter did so much for me because it just reminded me that God answers prayer. If you had been hanging around Genesis for any period over this past few months especially, Uh, we have been talking a lot about prayer, uh, and we've been doing a lot of praying. Very specifically, we have been praying that God would allow us uh, to reach people who don't know him, that God would allow us, that he would use us to reach people who have stopped believing that God cares. 
We pray every single week when we put those plastic signs on, the ones that say Genesis with the arrow on it. We pray, God, would you use this sign today to draw somebody here? And not to a space and a place and a building, uh, but to a community where someone could experience a tangible expression of just how real you are, how good you are, and how much you actually do love them. So when I read that, it was an encouragement to me from God to say, Michael, keep praying. And I wanted to share that with you, uh, because if you're here today, and maybe you have lost hope, maybe you have lost faith, that God doesn't care, that God doesn't love, that God's not listening, uh, that God's not answering prayer, I want you to know He loves you, He cares about you, uh, and He wants you to keep praying. And He wants us as a church to keep praying. I am convinced, and I'm I hope you are as well, that God wants each of us to have a story and a testimony of the many prayers that God will continue to answer uh, as we continue to pray. And I understand that we don't always see answers uh, in the way that we want, but just because we can't see answers uh, does not mean that God is not answering. And so my hope this morning as I walk through what does it look like for us to be generous in how we pray, I had to share that story with you. Not because I wanted to wear an Ohio State t-shirt today, but I wanted you to know uh, that God is listening to the prayers that this church is praying. And he wants us to keep praying. So I wanted to answer the question in two different ways of what would it look like if God is generous and is a God who answers prayer, then what would it look like for us to be generous in how we pray? And uh, I'll share with you two thoughts in, uh, in answering that question. Number one would simply be this, and I encourage you to write these down. Number one of what does it look like to be generous in how we pray? Well, number one is pray persistently, constantly, and continually for others. Pray persistently, constantly, and continually for others. One of the things that I'm learning as I continue to pray for others in my life, as I'm praying for them, for others, God is changing my heart for them. The way I think about them, the way I interact with them, God is giving me his heart for the other people that I'm praying for. I often used to think that prayer was me trying to get God to do what I wanted God to do, uh, when in actuality, prayer is realigning my heart to reflect what God's heart is. And so one of the ways that we are generous in prayer is we pray persistently, constantly, and continually for others in our life. The obvious question would be, who are the others? Who are the other people that I'm referring to? And I wanted to give you three categories or three other people to consider. Number one would be this. Pray for the others you don't know, but you know of. We all have people that we don't know, but we know of them. Uh, The Apostle Paul is a great example of this. He had never been to Rome, um, but it didn't stop him from praying for the people that he did not know, but he knew of. And this is in Romans chapter 1, verse 8. Let me say first that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith in him is being talked about all over the world. God knows how often I pray for you. Day and night, I bring you in your needs and prayer to God. He didn't know the men and women in Rome, but he knew of them. So he took what he knew to God in prayer. And he thanked God for them. And then did you catch how it says in verse 9? Day and night, I bring you and your needs in prayer to God. I'm pretty confident the Apostle Paul did not know of all of their needs of this community of people he did not know, but he knew that they had needs, so he prayed that God would meet them. 
would it look like for me, for you, for us as a church to be generous in prayer? Well, we pray for the others you don't know, but you know of. In Genesis right now, there's two kids who are battling cancer, both under the age of five, Mac and Douglas. Write their names down. You might not know them. You might not ever meet them, but you know of them. And pray for them. You don't need to have a personal relationship or a personal encounter with them before you actually start praying for them. You can only imagine what the needs for these two young boys would be, what the needs for their families would be. So take what you know and begin praying for them. Be generous in how you'd pray for Mac. Be generous in how you would pray for Douglas. Be generous in how you would pray for their families. Number one of what it looks like of the others that we pray for, we pray for the others you don't know, but you know of. And the incredible thing about praying for people that you might not know, but you know of, when you hear God answering prayer, you know what you get to do? You get to rejoice and celebrate because you were part of that. So when you hear God answering prayer, you can enter into the party, the celebration, and rejoice. Why? Well, because you were part of praying that into their life, whoever it might be. So the other, the first other I'd introduce you to is pray for the others you don't know, but you know of. The second other I'd introduce you to would be pray for the others that you do know. Okay? Pray for the others that you do know. Now, you might not, you might not know obviously a lot of people, but the people in your life that you do know, I wanted to encourage you to pray precision prayers for them. Again, I look to Apostle Paul as a great example. He knew very well the, the, the community in Ephesus. <clears throat> in Ephesians chapter 1, he says this. And as I read this prayer, I want you to hear how specific 